Hi, and welcome to the, another episode of the Fire-Inspired Young Apostolic Podcast, or FIRE for short. This is going to be the last lesson of the I Resolve series, and uh, we've been talking about uh, resolving to know God, to grow in God, and how to show God. Today we're going to be talking about I'm determined, or I plan, or I resolve to to go. Our key verses for uh, for this passage is going to be Matthew five sixteen, Mark sixteen and fifteen, and Romans ten thirteen through uh, fifteen. And uh, we've been talking about that how this is a new year, and uh, that uh, in with each new year we come up with resolutions or plans or commitments or promises, uh, and uh, usually these are used. To refocus us, or to, uh, or to make a fresh commitment, or to reprioritize, to put into importance uh, the things that should should be at top of our list versus at the bottom. And uh, we have been discussing the four uh, the four things that we as young people are going to try to do, uh, and even we as an adult are going to try to do is. Our plans are to know God more, to grow deeper into God, to show God uh, more how much we love Him. And this week, as I said, we're, we're going to be talking about how we can go for God. And uh, this lesson, uh, our main thought or behind it is, as disciples of Jesus, we are called to go and make other disciples. And uh, during this lesson, uh, uh our purpose is to challenge uh, us, both as young people and adults, to consistently reach for others with the gospel message. And um, I want to ask you a few questions before we get into the lesson, but uh, do you know what it means to be a witness? And can, uh, and can someone be a follower of Jesus and not be a witness? Because Jesus told his disciples that they were to go and preach <clears throat> Jesus to the rest of the world. So I would have to say that... Uh, being a genuine follower, a genuine disciple of Jesus, automatically enrolls you in the ministry of witnessing. Who was it that led you or your family to Jesus? And what were some things that this person did to help you or your family to see the need that that you need to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. These are some things that you can think on as we're uh, as we're doing our lesson today. Is if I if I am a genuine follower of Jesus, am I am I doing the job of witnessing? And if not, 
this is a good time and this is uh and with this being a new year you can commit to saying you know what i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to do my job i'm going to at least witness to one person a month one person uh at least try to witness and win someone for jesus just this year so last week or our last lesson i should say uh, we talked about that New Year's is a time for new beginnings, and many people make fresh commitments, uh, which they call New Year's resolutions or New Year's plans or commitments or promises, so to speak. Uh, and these lifestyle changes uh, they intend to make um, to help them meet their goals in this new year or this coming year. And just like that, uh, New Year's is a great time to uh, refocus or re-energize or to um, or to get us to thinking uh, what are some goals that we need to have spiritually as well. And we've been discussing uh, in this series to know, to grow. Uh, last week we talked about how to show God. And that if we're really growing, then there should be some showing. And uh, this week, again, as we, as I've said earlier, we're talking about going for God. And uh, during this series, we've talked about first we must know God, and uh, and how do we do that? Is by applying the gospel message to our lives, and seeking to be led by by His Spirit. Second, we uh, learned that we must grow in our relationship with Jesus. And just because we are born again doesn't mean that that we can take a set it and forget it type of attitude with our walk with God. We must continually seek to grow more and more uh, deeper and like Jesus Christ. And then last week we talked about, or last lesson, I'm sorry, I keep saying week, but uh, last week uh, we talked about as we grow in Jesus, our growth should eventually show up in our lifestyle we learn how to worship Jesus with all that is within us from our growth so uh, this week we're going to be talking about um, celebrating success and in Mark the 16th chapter in the 15th verse it says and he said unto them go ye and into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature and as we've said several times during this series or these lessons, New Year's resolutions or promises or commitments are very difficult. They require great focus and dedication as we seek to make, uh, to make this change in our life for the better. And many people give up failing to maintain consistency or a good routine. That it takes to truly form better habits, a better lifestyle, and better ways. And there are there are some, though, who are able to to see their commitments, their New Year's promise, their resolution all the way through. They do obtain their goals that they've had, making these hopes and dreams that come with the promise. Of this New Year's actually reality actually real as human beings we know that 
we know all about the importance of celebrating success, as in sport championships, high school graduations, band competitions, and so on. Even even uh, perfect attendance, uh, Bible quizzing, um, Sunday school graduation. These are just some good examples of celebrating success. And the same holds true for a successful uh, making of a better life change, changing experience. There's something about enjoying all the positive results that have taken place in our lives. We can't help but share it with other people. So, when we succeed at something, one of the first places we like to go and tell the world is our social media profile. Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, um, TikTok, uh, the list can go on and on. And when we want someone to, to hear the good news about what is going on in our lives, we post about it, hoping people will scroll through and stop long enough to double tap, if you would like to say, on the screen. That like can go along the way towards boosting our confidence and keeping us going. Well, while we can, of course, get carried away with our self-gratification or saying, look what I did, look what I did, I, 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 me, 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 it is okay every now and then to share good things that happen in our life. I'm not saying that we can't say, we can't tell people, look at the new car that, that, uh, that God blessed me with or, 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 uh, Look at, look at the good grade that, that I was able to make through God helping me study. <clears throat> the so we're going to be talking about the gospel according to Instagram. And you might scratch your head, but I really like how this, uh, I really like using this. This desire to share good news is nothing new. And in fact... Jesus encouraged us to share the good news, especially the best good news of all, according to Matthew, the fifth chapter. In the sixteenth verse, it says, Let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Jesus wants, wants all your followers to know the good things that come from serving Him. And as they see the positive changes taking place in your life, as the result of your relationship with Him, it is it is it gives them a chance to evaluate their own need for Him. And uh, those who aren't familiar with uh, Instagram, uh, uh, people use it, uh, Instagram as a social media account. And uh, you take pictures uh, with friends. You take pictures of uh, food. You take pictures of places. And, um, and, and as the people uh, look at that, they become your followers, so to speak. They, they, they watch your every move. And just like that, um, we ourselves were living in an in Instagram, so to speak, 
uh, Instagram society. Uh, when Jesus told us in Matthew 5.16 uh, to let your light so shine before men, that means that, that whatever you're doing, people are going to scroll and say, hey, I want to be just like him. I want to be just like her. Why are they so happy? And so on and so on. And eventually we'd like to to get to this that as we begin to change uh, as we begin to show changes in our lives for the good people are naturally going to be interested in the origin of this change this is a great opportunity to present Jesus to our world let's consider the seed analogy from from our last lesson as the seed grows it eventually breaks through the surface of the soil and shows growth which means healthy things will reproduce. Healthy things will, will always make other things grow. If a plant goes on to grow in a healthy way, it will eventually produce a seed of its own, whether in a flower or a seed pod or fruit. These seeds are powerful because they represent the power of the plant to reproduce itself doesn't just exist it can be part of producing the next generation of plants similarly as we begin to show the fruits of our relationship with God we have an opportunity to make a spiritual investment in others we are so we are reborn to remake it is clear it is a clear call in the scripture for Jesus' disciples to make other disciples, as it said in Mark 15, uh, 16 and 15. Although we are asked to make disciples, there are some who will not be interested in receiving the gospel. We will not win everyone to Jesus that we try to reach. Ultimately, we are responsible only for sharing the word not for whether someone receives it or not. Still, it is, it is difficult not to take it personally when someone chooses not to receive the gospel. This fear of rejection or this fear of uh, turning it down can make us feel nervous about sharing our faith the next time. But we must choose to go. Romans, the 10th chapter, 13 through 15 says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they shall not they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of Jesus and bring glad t tidings of good things. While a seed represents potential, it does not necessarily represent the remaking or the reproduction. Not every, every seed will grow into a mature plant. 
the only the only way the seed will ever have a chance is if someone plants it. While the fear of failure or rejection is very real, we must also consider the very real consequence if we don't try at all. There are many people out there who are hungry to hear the gospel. They just need to find someone willing to share it. We are called to make disciples, to point others to Christ, but ultimately the choice is up, is up to us. We must choose to answer Jesus' call and go and reach our world. So the next question you might ask is, when do I need to go? Sometimes we feel like we're not old enough or mature enough to be a witness for Jesus. We think we must be an expert on the Bible or, trained, or, or a trained Bible teacher to really make a difference. We don't have to be an expert in the Bible to be, to be a witness. After all, a witness, by definition, is someone who, see, who sees an event take place. We don't have to share the whole Bible the instant you meet someone. You only have to share what Jesus has done for you. So where do I go? Well, the Bible says that we should go to all the world and share the gospel with everyone. Again, as Mark 16 and 15 says. And you might be looking at that and say, uh, this is a big task, and we can feel pre we can feel pressured that the only way we can fulfill this command is to go on the mi mission trip to a faraway place. But if we look at at the verse a little differently, though, we can consider that to go into all the world is to go into your world. Additionally, sharing the gospel with everyone could be seen as sharing it with everyone you know. Regardless of whether you think they will receive what you have to say. So how, how do we go? Well, there are many, many different ways to be a witness. We can witness through our lifestyle, our kindness, showing love to others, hanging door hangers, you can create that. Uh, uh, you can even print those off. Doing good deeds. Telling someone Jesus loves them. Simply saying God bless you. And so on. While these are, are all extremely important, the reality is that if we are going to be witnesses, we will eventually need to open our mouth. As important as a lifestyle evangelism or lifestyle witnessing may be, it does not replace actually telling someone about Jesus and presenting the need to serve Him. After all, how shall they hear without a preacher? Is what Romans 10.14 told us. So we have to move past 
perhaps maybe the discomfort. And I know what you're thinking, but yes, learning to go will not be easy. But it is also the only way people people we know and love will have, have a chance to hear about Jesus. And it's always good to have a uh, have a network of godly friends because they help they help you to stay close uh, to good spiritual leadership. They help you to maintain a uh, a daily devotion. And trust me, this will help make it easier to take advantages of opportunities we have to share the gospel. Again, though it may be difficult, you'll never do it alone. Jesus is always with you. And he's wanting us to reach people even more than, than you and I could possibly even begin to know or understand. So with that in mind, I pray that this year that, that you have made a commitment to know more of God. To grow more in God. And that your growth will show forth in your worship. And that you won't just show it in your worship, but you'll want to go and reach someone for Jesus. And remember, not everyone will accept it. But don't let that stop you from at least sharing it. With that being said, that's all the time we have for this lesson. And so I'd like to um, tell you that this new year represents new possibilities. New chances for us in our relationship with God. It also gives us a chance to reach others that we may have not reached for God. With that, time, with that thought in mind, let us end in a word of prayer. Dear God, we thank you for this wonderful time we've spent, these wonderful lessons that you've presented to us. Lord God, we ask you, Lord, that you'd help us, Lord, dear Jesus, that we plan to be a better witness for you. Lord God, that, that you would help us to find that one lost sheep. Lord, that you'd help us to share the gospel no matter who it's with. Doesn't matter if it's a young person or an adult or even an older adult, an elderly. Lord God, that let us, let us be able to go for you. Let us be someone who says, you know what, I'm not, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm going to go and I'm going... Lord, my goal is to at least win one person this year for you. 
my goal is to at least get them somewhere somewhere into church this year lord it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if they're 5 or 95 lord god i'm i'm going to try to get get that one person lord i'm going to i'm going to go for you i understand that i can't go maybe to the mission field maybe i'm too young but lord god i can reach someone walking through walmart lord i can i can reach a lost family member for you lord god i i commit my my life to you this this year to know you more to grow in you more to show you that i love you more and above all to go for you where i've never been before lord god I thank you for, for everything you've done for me and for, for my life. But Lord, that you give me the boldness and the courage to go for you so I can tell others what you've done in my life and that you can do the same in theirs. And Lord, we thank you and we praise you for all that you've done and all that you're going to do. And we thank you for giving us the courage to go for the kingdom of God. And we ask you, Lord God, that you keep us safe. And Lord, that you give us the words to say. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Just like to say God bless you. And stick around for another episode. Have a great day.